You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, as we are going to discuss those big picture July topics that we always love to discuss here on the Husker Online Show, mainly because it means we're getting closer to the season. I mean, we... We love getting into this part of the summer because we are almost there, about a month away until fall camp starts. And guys, this is the first time we've done this on the show. I want to get into the schedule, roll the sleeves up, just start looking at it, early thoughts. And when I look at it, really to me, we're going to go over the first six games here on, the, on this segment. And when I look at these first six games for Nebraska, I think the first four really ultimately, to me, set the tone for the year. South Alabama, 11 a.m. ESPN, following college game day. Week two at Colorado, a 2.30 Fox national kickoff game. Not FS1, not Fox Sports Network, the big three-letter network, Fox. So you're going to follow Lee Corso headgear week one. Week two, you're going to be in Boulder when it's going to be a Notre Dame 2000-type road traveling of people just taking over that place like the German army marching through Paris, planting their flag in the middle of, of Pearl, Pearl Street. I mean, it's going to be awesome. I'm a, like, how, how excited are you, first of all, Robin? We'll be there. I, I don't know if Nate and Greg are going to marry that up with a high school game in Denver or not. we got to figure that out still. But um, that is going to be – we've been to a lot of these takeovers. That's going to be the takeover. I love Colorado just in general. I love going – that was one of my favorite trips when Nebraska was in the Big 12. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, one of the most picturesque settings. And while the people there uh, make it a little tough to deal with, the scenery cannot be beat. And then when you add in the fact that it's been so long since Nebraska's been there, the level of excitement within the fan base to get back there, rekindle that rivalry a little bit. And, oh, by the way, Colorado just came to Lincoln and beat – Nebraska, essentially in their first game, and so uh, there's you know a lot of uh, incentive there to ramp this thing up a little bit, and it's it's on Fox. It's the national two thirty window. Could be a Gus Johnson. I don't know what the Fox lineup is that yeah, day, but it could be the Gus Johnson game. Wouldn't surprise me if they're putting it on Fox. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of his. Yeah, I would expect it to be Gus Johnson. But anyway, uh, I mean, this is going to be as ramped up of a non-conference game as we've had probably since the Oregon game from a few years ago uh, when Oregon came to Nebraska. And so, uh, yes, it's going to be really fun. That Friday night before the game uh, down on Pearl Street, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Go Big Red chants and a lot of bar takeovers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure Colorado fans are preparing themselves, arming themselves with uh, bags full of liquid and batteries and all that stuff. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the camp, Nate, that those people, it was so many years ago that this younger generation of Colorado fans, they have no idea about any of that stuff back in the mm. 80s and early 90s. I don't know, man. I don't think they have the same perspective, but I was just talking a couple of weeks ago in, in Atlanta um, at, the, uh, at the convention. I was talking with somebody that, that was running the, the Colorado site, and he's like, He's like, man, I was not around Colorado when Nebraska and the Buffs were, were you know, going head to head and had so much hate. But he's like, Colorado fans hate Nebraska. Yeah. I don't think that goes away. No, it well, and that's what he was telling me. He's like, he's like, the hatred there is intense, mm-hmm. and he's like, that, that really caught me off guard last year. Uh, just, just how you know how full of hate Colorado fans are for Nebraska, and he's like. And he goes, and I got the feeling that that uh, you know maybe Nebraska didn't quite view Colorado as as their yeah, Tom as, Osborne didn't. Well, yeah. Bill McCartney <laughs> was the one that ramped that thing up exactly. And, and 
and we got to talking and, and I said, well, you know, I think after last year with the way, you know, with, with what happened on the field, uh, especially with like Taylor Martinez and, and then, you know, afterwards with the, the celebration with the players mm-hmm. and what, what some of the, you know, coaches and players acted like they just won the Super Bowl when they beat <laughs> Nebraska in Memorial Stadium. I, I think that that gap with Nebraska at least maybe closed a little bit. So, and then we're, we're seeing and hearing about all these people that are going to be taking over yeah. Folsom Field. Well, then you add in how important this game is for Nebraska. Like mm-hmm. Sean said, these first four games Absolutely. dictate the season. And this is by far, without question, your biggest game of September. And so, I mean, to go on the road and win that game, all of a sudden momentum is rolling for your season going into a very favorable Big Ten schedule where all your hard games outside of, you know, maybe Minnesota and uh, Purdue – are at home. And so, I mean, th- that is really the kickstart that we're, if this thing is going to go the way we all think it can go, it starts in Boulder, Colorado. And if they can win that game, all of a sudden everything shapes up very, very well. And I do like that it's week two, so they at least get um, an entire week yeah. to study Mel Tucker. Because yep. that's tough. You know, you play a new coach week one, uh, you just don't want to put a game like that week one. Then in week three, you play the defending MAC champions coming to Lincoln. That's a night game, Northern Illinois. Uh, but they have an entirely new coaching staff. Thomas Hammock is the head coach. Um, South Dakota State's OC. He's the OC there now, Nate. Did yeah, you know that? Yeah, I did know that. Eric. Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the name. But, but we met him at camp here. Yep. But he was a great mind at, at SDSU. Um, that will be a team it, that brings a lot back. Exactly. They bring like everybody back, I feel like. They, like 16, 17 guys yep. that, you know, the running backs, the quarterbacks, and you know, new staff, but a team that has won a lot of games. I mean, that that game almost worries me as much as any just because of where it sits in the schedule. Well, yeah, especially coming off the emotion of that Colorado game, and we've seen it. <laughs> Northern Illinois has done it before. Yeah. And so but they, that's the thing, though. I mean, I don't think a Scott Frost team is as susceptible to those ups and downs as maybe uh, previous teams at Nebraska. And so, you, I mean, at least that's what you would hope. Uh, but – you know, again, that is a game that Nebraska cannot take lightly, especially, you know, with that potential trap situation coming off Colorado and then entering Big Ten play the next week. And then you got Illinois the next week on the road. That's a really, to me, your opening game of the conference, you kind of want it to be a game like this. And Nebraska's playing, theoretically, one of the two to three worst teams in yeah. the conference on the road. I like that it's on the road. Oh, yeah. we Well, we get a good pizza. Well, no, I'm just saying, pop- for, oh. for Nebraska's <laughs> sake, the, the fact that, you know... We it's talk, all about our food, though, Yes, too. exactly. Well, that, that goes without Papa saying. Papa Dell's. Yes. You, you talk about the uh, lack of motivation. I mean, going on the road, I think, is a great way to kind of rally the troops together. You know, the us against the world hole, that whole shtick. Uh, and so, I mean, talk, playing the worst team in the Big Ten, I think the consensus worst team in the Big Ten... To play it on the road, I think, helps eliminate some of that potential motivational drop-off as it was if they were to come to, to Lincoln. I'll never forget when they lost that game there, and Alex Lewis was like double-barrel flipping off like yeah. people and really mad. Oh, yeah. That was a, an emo- a weird trip to Champaign. Uh, that dude was a weird dude. <laughs> no comment. Um, all right, Nate, Ohio State, that's the game. I mean, that, yep. we don't know what time it's going to be. But that could theoretically, and we're getting way far ahead of ourselves, yeah. which we'd like to do, be the first time College Dame Day makes a return trip to Lincoln since 2007. Yeah, it's the best opportunity that Nebraska has to, to have game day in Lincoln, in my opinion. Since USC? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, sh- that's pretty incredible. That's like you first about. started dating your wife. I mean, yeah, basically. Uh, boy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but I think you're getting Ohio State at, at the right time. You'd rather. 
face them at the beginning of your Big Ten slate than at the end, I believe, with with the new staff and with Ryan Day, yeah. you know, kind of trying to get his feet wet. And I'll tell you this, I mean, I've talked with some people. We talked with our colleague Kevin Noon, and uh, I, I talked with him about this game, and he said, he goes, that's the game that worries me on the front end of Ohio State's schedule. And he goes, and I, I tell you this much, Ohio State's coaches have that game uh, earmarked too because the, they're very, very nervous about going on the road um, early on and you know playing Martinez. Martinez is probably the best opposing quarterback that they faced all of last year uh, mm-hmm. from what Noon was telling me. I mean, they've got a lot of respect for Nebraska, for Frost, and and they're rolling in kind of with you know little green with Ryan Day and then obviously five with, new assistant coaches yeah and, and with with Fields new quarterback yeah, yeah. I mean it, so I think that's this is a real Fields think, runs a legit four four I was told that at their convention yeah. like he is a legit four four I mean, he's a freak I mean yeah. he's just like Martinez I mean that, yeah. that's probably the best way to compare him and Ohio State wanted Martinez at one time yes they did yep. But if that game is at night, and then especially if you even add in all the game day hoopla, I mean, that oh. is going to be a special environment in Memorial Stadium where... Especially it, if Nebraska's undefeated. Similar to, like, when Miami came here a few years ago or, you know, yeah. one of those atmospheres where it is electric. If that leads to a 5-0 and start for Nebraska, can you... I mean, I just got goosebumps thinking about what it's going to be like around know. this place because we haven't had that. It's been a long time. Well, Mike Riley had that fool's gold 7-0 and start. Well, we all saw through that. I yeah. mean, it was one of those where they just kind of got by. But if <laughs> They it, had like the 23-play drive to beat Illinois yes. where they didn't have a yes. play longer than six yards. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of smoke and mirrors with that 7-0. and But this would – I mean, if Nebraska's undefeated – I mean, that's some legitimate teams that they've had to face and, and beat. Then you got Northwestern the following week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you, you play the two teams that played for the Big Ten Championship in back-to-back games, games five, game six. No bye game. You don't have a bye week. Um, the bye week won't come until October 19th for Nebraska and then November 9th. It's a two-bye year based on the way the Saturdays fall on the calendar. I think it's a two-bye year for two two uh, seasons in a row. That's but. Awesome. Should be good, but yeah. For a staff that hasn't had a bye week in three years. I could just do the whole 45-minute show, guys, on the schedule of the first six oh, games. Yeah. But yeah. we got to cut it down. Uh, we got we to gotta go to break here. Right. And when we come back, we're going to shift over to our ranking, the Big Ten. Robin Washett and I went through, ranked the entire Big Ten by position by position on offense. We're going to go through our first half of that next. You're listening here to the Oscar Line Show.